Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. Music, wine, and then blue bump and The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're around. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. So we're we're sitting here discussing Whamageddon, and yeah. Um, so we're coming up on Christmas. It is ten percent battery power. Wait, <laughs> I should probably charge my watch. <laughs> uh, it is what is today? December eighth. We're, we're recording on December eighth, and we're discussing Whamageddon. If you don't know what Whamageddon is, go to www.whamageddon.com, and that is spelled. W h a m a g e d d o n dot com, and the game is Whamageddon. And the the point is, you want to be the last of your friends to hear that shitty song "Last Christmas." You know, "Last Christmas, you gave me my heart." The very last, whatever. Nobody cares. Anyway, Angela is talking about how she's like, I don't know, I wouldn't mind hearing that song, even though it's a shitty Christmas song. I want to hear Christmas songs now. Let me clarify in that I love Christmas. Christmas is one of my favorite times of year. And as of yet, I actually have not really heard a lot of Christmas songs. And we've any. been shopping. We have heard them. I just have apparently tuned them out, and I'm in my own little world. Clearly. And so, yeah, I, while it is a shitty Christmas song, and I don't actually like it, and it does get very annoying, I wouldn't mind hearing it, because then that means that I get to hear other Christmas songs, which I do really like. Oh, my gosh. It's, but I may have heard it and just didn't know because I was in my own little world and tuned out whatever was playing in the store. Also, you're like the worst when it comes to recognizing music. <laughs> you can actually be singing Jingle Bells and go, what's this song called? <laughs> Speaking of which, the bird's going to start doing Jingle Bells now. Potentially, yes. So anyway, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so welcome back to another episode of By the By. Yeah, less than three weeks till Christmas now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, less than two weeks till we go on a cruise. Oh my god, yes. Isn't that amazing? Yes. So much fun. And I'm coming up on a birthday. Yes. So So the meaning of life? The meaning of life, yes. Mm -hmm. I'll be 42. Woof. Mm -hmm. But that's all right. Good 42. Yeah, 42 is going to be a big year for Bradford. Yeah. Yeah. So anything that we have upcoming? Uh, We're going on a cruise, so if you're going to be on that cruise ship, prepare to be hit on. (laughs) It is not a a swingers cruise. It is not. It is a vanilla cruise, but still... We will, you know... Still prepare to be hit on. We'll split yeah. <laughs> uh, The new apartment is becoming more apartment-like. It's beginning to look recognizable as a habitat. Yeah. Yes. Our bed got put together today. Yes, yay! So one week in, and we finally got some folks over to help kind of put the last bits and canopy and everything on. Yep. We uh, so. got a new couch today that's mm-hmm. yet to be broken in, but it's still on my list for today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's still time tonight. Yeah, it's yeah. still early-ish. Yeah. But, yeah. And then I think I want to take a bath tonight in my new bathtub. It's a lot of firsts today. <laughs> I know. Look, I, I know. Yeah. I know. So, yeah. Life is going on. Yeah. Um. Okay. So in an effort to quiet the bird, we now have the bird with us. Yes. So uh, what were we talking about? Just what's upcoming. Yes. So we actually don't have any big events yet. We need to figure out when the next pendulum party is going to be. Yes. And, yeah, what else is going on in the new year, which I have not even really looked at or thought about. Holy shit balls, 2020. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I haven't even thought about what we're going to do for New Year's. Probably go to Our Secret Spot, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I could be convinced to go to Our Secret Spot. I could also be convinced by someone to just be here. Yeah. Yeah. You have a few friends over and and All right. do something here. Yeah. Just something quiet yeah. and really kinky. I was going to say, because quiet is how we roll. It usually turns kinky and maybe not so quiet. Well, I want to start Especially it off if kinky. the gentleman is here. Yeah, I want to start off kinky. Let's like <laughs> like let's go from zero to uh-huh. kinky. Okay. But okay. yeah, that's what I want to do. Right. 
Right. I think. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll see who we can uh, who we mm-hmm. can convince to come over. Mm. Ooh, ooh. No. Uh, yeah. So speaking of our secret spot, let's talk about the grand opening of our secret spot, Endale. Yeah. So you heard our walkthrough of our secret spot. Annandale last week. And so you got to hear from Jess and Lawrence themselves as to the design, the layout, the thoughts, how, what went into it. It's a great space and they had their grand opening a week ago now on November 30th. Yes. It was a Saturday night because they're only open on Saturdays at the moment at that location. And we were lucky enough to go along and have a little bit of fun and see a lot of people. Holy shit, there was a lot of people there. Let's start with that. So first of all, I think, what was the number? 178. 178 people there. Now, it is a much bigger space, so it didn't feel like, oh my god, I can't move kind of crowded, but it was busy at first. And it was, I mean, spoiler alert, it was typical swinger club fashion in that everybody's downstairs socializing, and then all of a sudden everybody's upstairs playing, and then it's just that ebb and flow where the crowd seems to stay more or less together. And and that, you know, you'd never really end up with like half and half. Right. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know why. It, it's weird. But it it's weird. Yeah, yeah. It, it was people were traveling in packs yeah. in herds. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was 178 people. It was busy and it was crowded, but it didn't feel like overwhelming. I can't move. I can't yeah. breathe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we got there about 30 minutes after opening, so fashionably late. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's because I had to dig out find my latex somewhere because it was all packed. <laughs> and we had Leo come over. Yes. Uh, there's been there's been some complaints. So side note, it's tangent. I know, surprising. Uh, there's been some complaints that people don't like the name Leo. Oh, really? For this person, yes. I disagree completely. Are they coming from listeners? Or are they coming from that person? People that know that person? People that know that person, yes. Interesting. You know, they were okay. like, Leo is not the name for him. Well. So. Are we allowed to change names after you you have one established on the podcast? Is no, that allowed? I like it. All right. I like Leo. Well, then maybe we'll just stick with Leo. We do because it's, you know, I'm just telling people who don't actually listen to the podcast, but complain. (laughs) Suck it up. Suck it up. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So we, Leo came over Mm -hmm. and we watched Angela get ready. I think it's hilarious. And I know he thinks it's hilarious. So just a little more backstory on Leo. Leo is, uh, he, he. He self-identifies as queer, but has been in a same-sex relationship for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he he doesn't have a lot of experience with women. Is, right. Is, but he is does have point. some, right? Some. Yeah. So he gets here, and I'm dressed and ready, or at least extremely close You're to close. being dressed yeah. and ready. Yeah. And Angela is basically standing around the apartment naked. She's digging for her latex, but she is naked, like completely naked. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Give him a hug and a kiss. And he's like, oh, good. And I was like, Angela's still getting ready. And she pops out of the uh, out of the room, out of the bedroom. And she's like, hi. And she's just butt ass naked. Tits are flopping. It's great. Yeah. Your tits don't flop. They bounce. So we, we get her all dressed up and prettied. And we jumped in an Uber and headed over to OSS. So yeah. we OSSA, OASA. Osa. <laughs> so we uh, we get there. It was just like they described, polished to a T. It was oh, yeah. perfect. Uh, Jess did uh, some miracle work. I don't know if she had to sell her soul to get it done, but she got it done. The last few days, the amount of, of polish and finishing and just those final touches that got done within those last two days was just amazing. It exudes, the whole place exudes sex. Yeah. It's still... It, Sensualness. Yeah, yeah, sensuality. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and it's still clearly on brand with mm-hmm. our secret spot, but it's nothing like our secret spot, Darlow. Yeah. So it's, I love it. It's really interesting. So we, uh, we got there and immediately <laughs> it was kind of funny. Leo takes me to a lot of places where he knows a lot of people and I'm basically arm candy. Mm-hmm. I think he was really enjoying the fact that we knew a lot of people and he was basically just arm candy. Uh, and the number of times he got hit on, I, I remember fast forwarding. Uh, I do remember once where you and I were sitting at the bar talking to somebody uh-huh. and a lady, a single lady walked right up to him and just was, it was so clear she was hitting on yeah. him and he was so kind of adorably uncomfortable with it. Yeah. It was funny because you were talking to somebody at the bar and I was 
sort of in your conversation, but not fully. And so I could have shifted to his, but then I was like, no, this is fun to watch. I'm just going to let him go and see what happens. Let's just see the cute, <laughs> yeah. let's just watch the cute fella suffer. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Just for a little bit, you know. We got there and we were immediately seeing people that we know and recognize mm-hmm. and chatting with them. We saw, we got to see Kate and Daryl from Swinging Down Under and we yeah. chatted with them for a little bit. Uh, he has a beard now. He has a beard now. And, and I, have, I have to admit, so when we very first walked in, I think he was the first person at the bar. He was leaned over the bar, getting a drink, whatever. And we were just, you know, walking in, walk behind whoever's at the bar. And I didn't, I saw him out of the corner of my eye, but I didn't actually recognize or realize who it was until he saw us and turned around. And then it was like, holy shit. And I think it was a combination of I didn't expect him in that space, even knowing he was going to be there. Yeah. But still, I didn't really expect to see him in that space. And then he had the beard and it just, I love it, but it does completely change how he looks. And so, yeah, like I just, I felt bad, a little bad because I just completely walked right past him. And I think yeah. he turned around and saw you and stopped you. But yeah. Well, I didn't yeah. see him because I wasn't really looking. I'm, okay. I'm very much one of those that I don't see the people immediately around me. I'm always looking out at uh-huh. people. So I did walk bes- by, past him. But the second he turned and faced us, I knew exactly yeah. who it was. The beard is great, though. Yeah, the yeah. beard's amazing. Uh, I did tell him that uh, I, I – I didn't mean this nastily, but it came out. Uh, I've never found him attractive mm-hmm. uh, until he has the beard. And now I'm like, hello. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he is suddenly attractive to me. Yeah. So we chatted with them for a, a very brief second mm-hmm. and then walked deeper into the club past the pool table because it was completely packed with people and getting yeah. used. You see, there you go, uh, Lawrence. Jess. Jess, yeah. <laughs> Lawrence, uh, it's vindicating Lawrence yes. and validating him, uh, much to Jess's chagrin, I guess. Yeah, so we. Uh, we then, I think we went upstairs to show Leo around. Well, we tried to oh, go. Oh, Lawrence gave us a tour. Yeah, so we tried to, to get upstairs to show Leo around. So Lawrence was really excited to give us a tour and to show Leo around. And and us, kind of all the finishing touches and everything. But there were so many people that we knew along the way that we kept stopping and talking to people. Uh, Lawrence would talk to some people. And, and it was you know very much of a... Hey, we recognize you. We see you. We're going to come back and talk to you more, but we're really trying to get on a tour here. Yeah. And so I think maybe probably 10 minutes later, we finally made it to the stairs yes. to go upstairs. Yeah. Uh, and we went upstairs. The lockers were installed. They look amazing. Mm-hmm. And just showing Leo around. And it was it was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just so impressed with the with the layout. Yeah, and it's the layout's great. It was good to see the finishing touches put in, and it was so exciting to see Leo's reaction to it. Yes, he was very excited. He seemed quite impressed. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, we after that, we went back downstairs and sat down and talked to some folks. Mm-hmm. We had some really great conversations with people that we really liked, we really found attractive. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, and there's there's people that we've It known. was good to in- introduce Leo to these folks as well. Oh, absolutely. Because he hadn't met... I think the vast majority of them. Yeah. And it was good because there were people that we have known from our secret spot, Darlinghurst. There are people that we've known from the, our secret spot in the country. I forget. Was that actually called? I think it it was. I was in the country. Uh, People that we know from that. There are just people that we know through Lawrence and Jess, just all different walks, but you know, everybody's somehow connected and it's really interesting how small the world can be. That being said, there were a lot of people there that we didn't know and and didn't recognize, but it, it was, it was kind of neat just for there to be so many people that we knew. And it's like, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. And, and it's, it's a bit of almost overwhelming because there's not really enough time. But at the same time, I think everybody's in that same boat. Yeah. So if you get pulled away or get interrupted, I don't, there's no hard feelings. It's just kind of the ebb and flow of conversation yeah, and how it goes. That's life. Yeah. Yeah. So we were back downstairs chatting with some folks and then we decided once again that we should go on a tour upstairs. Mm-hmm. And this was a couple of hours in. We had talked to some folks for a while. So we were meant to go and check out the space and report back. Yes. So we got upstairs. We immediately went to the new orgy space and that was where the first kind of, and one of like a very few weird moments happened, Mm -hmm. which was in the orgy space. I think I counted 37 people. 
Yeah, and I would have said about, that's about right. And about twenty of them were playing, and about seventeen were just standing around watching. It was silent, like Dawn of the Dead. Silent. Yeah, like when Bradford says silent, he means no noise whatsoever from anyone. No one participating, no one watching. It was absolutely dead silent. And you could still hear the music from downstairs. A little. But it, there was no dedicated music piped in upstairs. So I, we did suggest that, that maybe they're, they put a, a speaker or something up there yeah. just because it was so quiet. And, and it was a bit unusual because to me... Most of the people that I saw there were not newbies. You know, there there might have been a newbie or two. Yeah. But overall, I, don't know. I would have said that, you know, these are people that have been to a club before. They've played around other people before. Yeah. And so there shouldn't have been any awkwardness about noise or sounds or anything in that regards. But, but maybe. I don't know. Well, even there was a couple. He was standing and she was... And he was still mostly clothed, and she was... Uh, they were on the periphery. She was on her knees in front of him, uh, giving him a blowjob. And it was silent. Yeah, yeah. And it was just sort of like... How do you give a silent yeah. blowjob? And even Leo was like, how do you give a silent blowjob? Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just it was just weird. the Almost mm. eerie. Mm. Yeah, so we left that space and went then to the other direction, to the left of the stairs at the top, uh, to where the, the little kind of swing room is, and then the three little petite rooms are down there. And... We, at that point, as we were kind of walking around and seeing what was going on, the three petite rooms, the doors were closed. They were being occupied. I think there was someone in the swing. Yeah. And so we were just kind of like, okay, you know, what should we do? Kind of figuring out what we're going to do. And right at that moment, they, Lawrence was kind of gathering everybody and quietening everybody for speeches. And I think there was a performance after that, which admittedly we wanted to see. But it just so happened that when all that started, people go downstairs and a petite room opened up. <laughs> so we were like, huh, we can go listen to the speeches and see the performance. We can go listen to Lawrence, who we listen to all the time. <laughs> and the performance, which did look sound really interesting. But at the same time, it was like, yeah, but there's a petite room available. And admittedly, Bradford, Leo and I wanted to play together in a more private space. And so we took the opportunity and went into one of the petite rooms. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we had some uh, some very good fun in there. Yes. So I was going to say, the first thing I did, though, I went because I had just taken off my latex. And so it, it was a bit warm in there. And I was cognizant of the fact that I probably smelled and tasted like latex. Mm. So <laughs> Latexy. <laughs> So I, after I, I got out of the latex and, and dressed down to brawn panties, I went to the big shower in the orgy space, yeah. the like really hugely ginormous one. And it was early, of course, and so nobody else was in the shower, but I just kind of jumped in to rinse off. And a few people kind of looked at me like, just really curious, because I was the only one in there. Um, but yeah, I rinsed off, and there were still some people, even though the speeches and, and performance were going on, there were still people up in the orgy room. <laughs> but I rinsed off really quickly and then ran back to the petite room to join you guys. And uh, I found you guys still mostly clothed, yeah. making out a little. Yeah. But we were trying to say, yeah. wait for you. Okay. We were trying to, I don't right. know why. <laughs> uh, look, if anything, Leo and I move at a glacial rate. We have always <laughs> have, and we've determined we always will. We think it's our trademark. Yeah. Slow. Okay. Slow and steady uh-huh. wins the race. Don't think I've ever heard that from you before. I know, sure. right? But it seems to work for us. So. Yeah. So then I joined in with you guys. Yes. And I'm going to say slowly for me, but apparently not slowly for you guys. Very quickly, the clothing came off. (laughs) (laughs) First, it was a shirt here. Yeah. Yeah. Because at that point, I was in brown panties. And so. Yeah. um, Yeah. And I started uh, getting you guys undressed a bit. Yeah. I think you were the last one undressed. I know. Unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was good fun. Hmm. Yeah, and so we ended up, uh, I was going to say, just, yeah, just playing with him. And, and admittedly, because I've not really played with Leo much, and he doesn't have heaps of experience with women, it was one of those, you know, what are my limits with you? Where, like, 
what's okay, what's not okay. And, and his so we, reaction, his response to that was great because his response was, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, his response was, I don't know, and and which is a fair response. And so I was like, okay, well, let's just kind of go along. And and if you feel like it's going too far, too fast, to whatever, just say something. And as long as you're okay and comfortable to do that, then then let's go for it. And he was. Yeah, but I I think definitely he had a good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we, we made out for a while. I don't exactly remember the order of everything, but I know you both went down on each other some. I jumped in and went down on each of you at different times. and Yes, you sat on my face for a while. I did sit on your face for a while. Still one of my favorite things ever. I think I was going down on him at that time, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Because that's one of the things I like to do. If I'm sitting on your face, I like to be have something else in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, be going down on someone. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it but, was... Yeah, there was just a lot of kind of just back and forth play with us and and you and he played for a while and i just kind of sat back and watched which i really enjoy yeah so, yeah it's good times yeah it was, it was good really times. good so we wrapped up there and we all decided that the, then there, i remember there was that back and forth of do we stay and hold on to the room mm-hmm. or we all want to drink and yeah. then it was like do we send one person down for drinks how are we going to do this? And they were like, ultimately, it's like, let's just go get drinks. Yeah, because there's other people that wanted to use the space. We knew that there were other people waiting for petite rooms. And it was funny because because the petite room walls don't go all the way to the ceiling. And you can hear what's going on in the different rooms. Yes. They, like, one of the rooms, I think they were reasonably quiet. And we heard a little bit from them, but not so much. But the other petite room had uh, BJ and Wazowski in it and whoever they were with and we could definitely hear a lot going on in there yeah. uh, in fact so much so that at one point I almost wanted to except it was way too high but I almost wanted to like peek my head over the wall at them <laughs> just to see what was going on what's going on yeah. in there but uh, it was it was kind of neat that like you could hear what was going on in the other spaces I kind of yeah. like that yeah yeah I, I agree completely it, it's and especially because I guess if you take if you take sex so very seriously, then you're maybe not going to want to hear other people because you really want to like this is my scene. Yeah, this I want to focus. Yeah, you want like this perfect scenario and no distractions. But we don't really take it seriously, and so we're <laughs> listening to them and we're laughing at them and even cracking jokes amongst ourselves at what we're hearing, and but not loud enough that they could hear it. Yeah, but that's to me that's part of the fun though. Is it's, it's just. I don't know, like just being part of what else is going on around you. And especially in a club like that, like you, that's part of it is having other people around. If yeah. you don't want other people around then don't go to a club, don't like be that. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we packed up there, we got redressed, we walked downstairs and when I said we got redressed, you were still in just bra just and panties. panties. And then, yeah. so you'd wore your latex dress and he and I'd both worn like a he wore a nice denim and a blazer, and I was in my suit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got redressed and went downstairs. Now, admittedly, neither of you had your jackets no, on, it but was you warm. did. You did put on pants and shirts. Yes, and we got downstairs, and I mean, this is I don't know what time, probably close to midnight or something. And I was like, why? Why do you guys have on pants and shirts? What's going on with this? And so I made you both unbutton. At least the top yeah. many buttons of your shirts. I'm like, y- you need to be a little more casual here, people. Yes, that's so funny. Uh, I was. It's late ca- I enough. Felt casual. <laughs> it's late enough because you didn't have your jacket and vest on. Yeah, I didn't take my vest. I, I didn't know, wear it. I know. But yeah, so then we ended up just chatting with people for the rest of the night. I yeah. think we sat down and talked with Kate and Daryl for a while. Uh, for a while because yeah. we hadn't seen them in ages, uh, and and then we we talked with. Uh, Lawrence and Jess for a bit and and some of the other folks that we knew from the clubs yes. and just around and and uh, there was a couple that we knew through Lawrence and Jess and it's funny because we always see them at the club or with Lawrence and Jess separately but we never play with them or anything yeah it was good to chat with them for a bit yeah yeah it was just it was fun just to be social and it was so yeah. and it's such a welcoming space to be social in yeah. that yeah and it, we were exhausted from unpacking so we needed that change to 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 do something different but yeah it was you're right yeah. it was good it was fun being social it was fun chatting with these folks um and admittedly leo and i were both kind of eyeing the pool table but it was busy all night long and so finally late late 
and I might be jumping ahead here, but late, late, towards the end of the evening, it finally came open. So he and I went over and started kind of just messing around, not because at that point I was too tipsy to really do anything much. And yeah, I don't think either of us were taking it seriously, but we were just kind of hitting some balls around and making jokes and just, you know, shooting the shit. And, and that was, we finally, we didn't even finish a game before, no, before everything we started left. closing Because it was, yeah. we started that game at, Right at 3 a.m. And that was when Did we? we were supposed to be. Yeah, I had no idea of time. I just knew that we kind of started it. After a few minutes, it was like, all right, like lights are on, music's off. Like, it's, it's time to go. Let's, let's. Leave. Yeah. So. so, yeah, we um, we packed up. I'm trying to think if there's any final little thoughts about the night. Um, but yeah. I don't think so. We packed no, up. No, and- I think I will say, though, one, one thing to note, because we did call out the fact that the orgy room was so silent the yeah. first time we went up, that we were up there several other times, at least two other times that we kind of went in and to see what was going on in the orgy room. We spoiler alert did not play in the orgy room this time. So there's still something for our bucket list. Right. Our bucket list. (laughs) But the other times that we did go up, there was more noise. It was kind of what you would expect. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, you would hear just the natural sounds of of people enjoying themselves and having sex and whatnot. So it it was better the other times. I don't know what it was about that very first thing time early in the evening that was just so silent. But maybe it was just people needed to kind of loosen up, get in the groove. I don't know. But later on when we went through, it was a lot better. And I will say under one of those times, I did count, I think, 70, roughly 70, 78 people. Amazing. So somewhere around... Between it, 70 and 80 people. It did look pretty full at one point. I'm uh, not going to say packed because you, know, you can always get more in, but it did look pretty full. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, but it was, uh, yeah. all in all, it was a great night. It was a great grand opening. I would have called it a huge success. Oh, absolutely. I don't know if they call it a success, um, but I, I'm pretty sure they were both, I'm pretty sure they were both happy with, oh, yeah. with the results. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like a really good night all around. So, yeah. So. Uh, cool. You want to take a quick break here and we'll sure. uh, throw up a couple of commercial shit things? Yeah. So, one thing to add is if you want to get some sexy sex toys for yourself, adamandeve.com. They have an amazing wide selection of, of toys and accoutrement for the bedroom. Uh, if you use the keyword by the by b-y-t-h-e-b-i you will get an item in your cart at 50 percent off mm-hmm. of almost everything on their list i know there are some things that are excluded from that but even those you'll get an, uh, a discount on uh then you will also get free shipping and yeah. that we know that's across uh, the u.s and, and australia which is amazing if you're in if you're living in the land of oz uh but you also get a bunch of the six toys kind of thrown into your box for you to play with Toys for him, toys for her, toys for both y'all, and also six movies on demand. So yeah. awesome. It's all good kinds stuff. of good stuff. Yeah, so go to adamandeve.com yeah. and buy me something. <laughs> what? It's my birthday's coming up, so buy it me something. It is coming up. Maybe yeah. I should buy you something. Yay! We don't usually do presents, but maybe I will. No. Yeah. All I want mm-hmm. is you. All no. I want for Christmas is you. Uh-huh. Last Christmas. Are we doing the swim again thing? Wait, does this count? No. If you sing it, does it count? Does no, it, have to, it has to be actually okay. wham. It has to and, be George Michael. And I have to hear it like on a radio and Well, you just have to hear it. It has to be George. Yeah. If I played it on my phone, des- technically we're both out. Oh, well, that's not fair. Well, it's, it would be a dick move. But, yeah, it would be a dick move. Um, Don't be a dick. Last Christmas. <laughs> 
yeah. But you can hear covers. You can hear other people singing it as well, as long as it's not wham. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Join us on The Wet Coast, a podcast about sexuality and ethical non-monogamy of every variety. We talk polyamory and swinging, monogamish and open relationships, from dirty, dirty sex to heartbreak and everything in between. We share our personal experiences and philosophy, observations and theories, what works for us, and where we fucked it right up. This isn't your average couple's explanabrag podcast, though we definitely do a little of that. We share our adventures in open with a unique, funny, feminist, and Canadian approach. Come get wet with us on the wet coast. So, uh, let's let's jump to something now for something completely different. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we recently got an email from somebody, and this email struck me um, at an amazing time. It was a time that I really needed to hear something really positive, And I just wanted to read this email and we, I wanted to discuss it a bit uh, on the podcast. Okay. So this email says, Bradford, it is Sunday morning and I'm sitting in bed with a cup of coffee and the amazing, we're going to redact names and the amazing redacted. So it is the perfect opportunity for me to get a few of my thoughts off to you. For the past week, I've been trying to come up with a way to craft this email to resemble something organized and coherent. Since I am neither, I figured I would just let it all hang out and go for it. In my professional life, the presence of someone means a lot and is something that I am aware of enjoy watching. Yes, a twisted kind of voyeurism. And at Desire, where the construct of defined lines of, quote, normality and sexuality are removed, my voyeuristic kink is well-fed. And watching you is a real treat. Your presence was so powerful, open, honest, and contagious that the best analogy is you are the best kind of drug. It costs only a hug and a kiss if you're lucky. It stays with you for life, and the side effects are all positive. Simply watching you and how comfortable you are in your own skin at Desire was so refreshing and beautiful, it allowed me to be more like me, which, as you understand, is not always possible. Um, we're going to fast forward. One last thought for now. When I met my partner, I had a list of fantasies that were like most men's. As she and I started down this lifestyle path, she took care of all of them and even topped a few. So being the driven man that I am, I reconstituted a new set of fantasies. And after our 2018 trip to desire, they too were all checked off this year. I did not come to desire with any lofty list of what I wanted. My fantasy list was checked, folded, and put away. That was until the hot tub where the three of us had a nice little conversation and a lovely three-way kiss. That was the first for me, and I loved it. If you recall, she mentioned one of her wishes. I'm not even going to call it a fantasy since reality is so easy was the beach bed scene where she was sitting on my face and you and the gentleman come up and give me an amazing blowjob. I was really hoping that we would find a way to make that happen. This scene played out in my mind more than a few times. I just hope we are both able to make it to Cancun next year to fulfill it or make new ones. So Bradford, you did something that has not happened. I left the sexiest place on earth with more fantasies than I came with because of you. One last thought for now. I had the privilege of carrying you over the threshold to the dance floor, but you are the one that is carrying me, guiding me, showing me how to be, well, me. For that, I am forever grateful. Uh, so when I read that for the first time, I was sitting uh, in, in business class flying to Christchurch, and it was one of those moments where I started actually getting emotional because I was leaving home with leaving you, Angela, with tons of work to do and in packing the house and whatnot. And it was such a stressful time. What with work and everything, the play had just, we had just finished workshopping that the week before. And I, I was at such a emotional exhaustion. And then we get this email and I happened to read it. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
and then of course you know it's 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 weird to start having tears in your eyes in business class <laughs> unless you're just happy to that happy to be in business class but it was such a wonderful wonderful thing to say and and it it made it really did make my week and still i read it again and it just it really affects me emotionally and so what i want to sort of address in this is that the the freedoms that he talks about me giving him and that freedom of how comfortable I am, it's hilarious because I definitely portray the person that is always comfortable, but I am never that person. I was going to say... You know me. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say, so twofold is that you being where you are with accepting yourself and... Showing the world your, I'm going to say, quote unquote, true self, that has not come easily. You know, it's taken you a while. You've had a bit of a journey to get to where you are. Oh, yeah. And, and to, I mean, I say a bit, it's been a long journey and it's a continuing journey to get to where you accept yourself and, or accept yourself as much as you, you do and probably any of us ever will, because I'm not going to say any of us ever fully accepts ourselves, but to where you can do that and to where you can be open and honest and just kind of let go of a lot of the external pressures. And again, being at desire, that is so much easier to do. Oh yeah. And especially desire with the life on the swing set crew. It's such an open, welcoming group that you can just kind of let down a lot of those walls and barriers and just be yourself. Absolutely. Which is really a, a very special thing and a very lovely thing to be able to do. But it's different than, than perhaps everyday life. And while you're a lot of that in everyday life, there's times that yeah. you know, you're not, and we're not. We're just because of, of how life works. Um, so it's, it's definitely been a journey for you to get there. But I absolutely agree with him because you just have an infectious personality that, that you, when you're on a high, when you're on a roll, you bring people in, you share that, everybody goes for the ride with you. Now, if you're in a bad mood, you're just a cunt and we just don't want to be around you. True story. But, <laughs> but you really do have a very infectious personality. And people, and, you know, he's not the only one, but, but people enjoy being around you in, in those circumstances and, and enjoy your company and just, just really want to take that energy and emulate it. And, and I think that's a really positive thing a really good thing and something you should be very proud of is to to be able to be that kind of a person that people want that energy and want to partake in it and have it and exude it themselves and how do we all get to that point yeah and i guess i guess my thing is like i know you and i've talked about this before is that you know people are people are mirrors so if you want positivity you have to exude positivity and sometimes it's hard sometimes it's very difficult to do that but i think it's it's one of those things that it pays back the dividends it's you know people are an investment and so if you can invest positive emotions into them then you should but positivity is not the same thing as that exuberance because, I mean, if you look at me, I'm a fairly positive person most of the time. True. But I'm also a bit more reserved, a bit quieter. I'm not as outgoing as you are. I'm not as just, just forward, maybe forward. Okay. I mean, that's the word yeah. I'm thinking of. You're, as you're you. pretty fucking forward. <laughs> um, <laughs> high energy. Okay, that's true. Yeah, you're, I'm not as high energy as you. That's true. And so, sure, positivity is one thing, but having that level of energy is something very different and that's something that you do have and that you spread and and you know people want to go for the ride on that yeah i guess it's it's just interesting because i guess i don't notice it when i'm when it's happening yeah um but it i I also i know i want to be the type of person that people want Mm -hmm. that i want to be around you know that kind Mm -hmm. of thing um and desire is such an easy place to do that because admittedly i will say that it, there are moments at desire that I am a lot more high energy than I am day to day kind of around here right. in life. But it's just that group is so easy to just drop those barriers just just to 
be and not to really think about anything, not to worry about anything. And you don't have to think about how are people going to take me. Uh, you can just, just be yourself and, and people generally will accept it. And if yeah. not, then that's fine. They're not going to be around you. There's so many other people and other things to do and you're not forced to do anything there, which I think is the other thing is that in day to day life, we are, I'm going to say quote unquote forced to go to work and to right. go to the grocery store and to socialize with people in different settings and, or to be around people in different settings, even if it's just the commute to work or whatever. And, and so you, at those times you can either choose to have that exude that positivity and energy or not. And, and you do have a choice in how you respond in those situations and people are watching you and you're more cognizant of this is what's going on around me. So I'm going to behave a certain way depending on what the expectations are. Whereas at desire, there are no real expectations and there's nothing that you have to do. There's, there's nobody that's going to judge you because, Oh, you laughed like a fool while walking down the street. Yeah. Nobody's (laughs) going to think anything about that. And, but whereas, you know, if you do that, just walking down the city street, you're a little more cognizant of what do people think about me? So, I do think it's a little bit easier to do there. But that being said, you do it a lot, Bradford. Like just every day you have so much energy and positivity. It's funny because I feel like I feel like I'm more negative than I am positive. It is. I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. It is a lot of effort to be upbeat and positive, but I feel like I reserve myself, I guess, even like, I guess mainly when I'm at home. Yeah. So, when it's you and I, I feel like I, I feel like I'm quieter. Okay. I mean, is that yeah? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. So you don't get the best parts of me. Nah, I would disagree <laughs> with that. <laughs> and and to uh, that person's other point about their fantasy, the beach bed fantasy. So they shared that with us. I would say early in the week, at least by midweek. I think it was maybe Wednesday or Thursday. I don't think it was early. I think it was maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay, so we're going to say midweek that they shared that fantasy with us. And I will admit that after that, we made a few passes by their beach bed just to see if they were there and see if... That was a popular beach bed. It was a popular (laughs) beach bed. There were a number of times that there were other people there. There were also a number of times that they were gone off to the hot tub or somewhere else. Yes. But we did make a few passes by to see if we could make this happen. Yeah. But because that was on my list. Yeah. Uh, I remember meeting them the year before, and he's one of those guys I immediately had a crush on Mm -hmm. because I'm like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's stunning as well. Yeah. It's like they're beautiful humans and they're really nice and they're funny. Oh, they're so lovely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. So nice. Uh, that They're fun to be around. Yeah. yeah. It, ho- hopefully, if we can make it next year. Uh, if we can all make it. We're yeah. trying to, we're trying to figure out if we can do it, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah if, if we can make it next year, then that's definitely going to be on the fuck it list. Um, cause we did early in the week. Yeah. We did make a few passes by the beach bed and, uh, it was not a. It was, the scene was not conducive. No. So yeah, still on the list. But we don't want to spoil all the fun in one year. That's you right. know, we got to keep going back. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so one of the things I want to talk about too is about creating space, safe spaces. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's it's funny because I think one of the things he touches on is that uh, the space that I create allows people to feel safe enough to be their authentic selves. Yes. Um, that to me is such a compliment. I, I think there's nothing more important than to do that for really just about everybody who is in a cunt. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you should create. You should always try to create a safe space that is, conducive for others to be their authentic selves because i'm a firm believer that if you can create a space like that then that allows you to be your true self Mm, that's a fair point and it can be it doesn't have to be like big public spaces it can be private spaces it can be Uh, the booth at a a restaurant yeah i was gonna say it can be your home it can be like your cubicle at work it can be whatever spaces around you if people know that that you're a safe person and that that you're not going to cast a lot of judgment and you're not going to attack them. Yeah. Attack them for whatever it may be. 
you don't always have to understand people, just just accept that they're the way that they are. And being able to have that space can mean a lot to people and, and in ways that you may have no idea what the impact is. Yeah. And it's definitely a, a ripple effect. So, you know, a very, it's one very small act can have huge ramifications that you might never even see. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I very much encourage people to try to create these spaces where others feel safe to be their authentic selves. And, yeah, I think it's, it is one of those things that you'll, you'll see the dividends just in you're, a, you know, a good person. Mm-hmm. Be good people. Be good people. Absolutely. Such great advice. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> be good people. Be positive. Okay. Now, do you have any other thoughts about that email? Other than thank you very much for sending that email. And uh, we will try to recreate mm-hmm. or we will try to uh, check off a couple of those. Um, Fulfill the fantasy. Yeah, fantasies. Yeah. Now for something completely different. Ooh. We had a Instagram message a couple of weeks ago asking us if we would ever do porn. Oh, okay. So I was just kind of curious. And I mean, I think they mean porn of us, not like, would we be porn stars? Because we will never be porn stars. No. Uh, But would we ever do porn just the two of us? And I was curious to see how your response was. Um, I actually did a video response to that Instagram post and posted it on our Instagram account. But I know you you probably didn't even see it. No, no. I've been so obsessed with everything going on in, I'm going to say, quote-unquote, regular life that I have not really paid a lot of attention to social media, period, in weeks, a month. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, define porn. <laughs> I mean, because arguably, <laughs> arguably, some of the shots that we have put up on Twitter, are, and even Instagram, are of pornographic. But I think they mean full sex scenes. And like video and, and video, things like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say never, but I would, I don't know. It would have to be, I think, uh, the right situation. Okay. Define the right situation. I'm just kind of, uh, now I'm curious. I don't know. I think it would have to be a, a setting that felt right, and it would have to be. I'm going to say filmed or shot in such a way that it was positively portraying us in something that we might do. Oh, so you're actually talking about having it professionally made. like having- No, no. But even oh. even if just like, I don't know, the gentleman or somebody was doing it. Oh, okay. But also, also, you know, and if somebody else that we don't know as well is doing it, or even if we're doing it, I mean, hell, editing can change a lot of things. True. And so I just would want to make sure that whatever the final product is, is, is positive and is true to our nature, which is why we would never do it professionally because you have no control right, over that. Yeah. And I mean, look at us, we're not porn stars. So <laughs> there's that. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah. So my porn name would be Rod Dumpy. Oh, I, was gonna say, I thought it was Max Power. Max, yeah. That's my home <laughs> porn name. But if okay, I was, right, right. like next on the stage is Rod Dumpy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we would never do it professionally, but I just, as far as like us doing it, maybe like home video kinds of things, but not, I can't think VHS of VHS like, or beta? Oh, beta for sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah that's that's the wave of the future, I mean, right? It's, it's high, higher quality. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the wave of the future. Yeah. Yeah. It's like HD DVD. <laughs> that, that would be a, maybe Laserdisc. <laughs> we should totally release a Laserdisc. <laughs> like it's the one porn that nobody can ever watch. <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm not going to say never because who knows? At some point, we might put something out there for people. But yeah, and so my basic response was: there's no plans to do it, Mm-mm. but that's not to say we would never do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, if you look on my phone, there's at least five or six videos of us doing it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So but that's for us. Yeah, and it's for us. Yeah. And you know, have I ever thought about posting that somewhere? Sure. But it, it is one of those things, like we've said in recent podcasts, once something's up, it can never be taken back. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that it's, yeah. that it is, like you said, it's representative of us. Yeah. And so that's... And that's why I wouldn't say, like, let's just shoot something quickly and then put it up. Like, I would want to make sure that it's it's representative of us. It is, it's just a 
decent nature and yeah it's it's nothing i would say nothing too crass because yeah yeah, that's just not us so not to say that we wouldn't ever do it but i would want to think twice before putting something up i'm thinking of this going wow we should post this (laughs) i'm I'm now going through the videos on my phone Uh um this was just me going down on you while you're sitting on the edge of a pool yeah. I mean, that's, that's. I mean, and the backdrop is. And the backdrop is amazing. fucking amazing. That's yeah. tasteful. And uh, it's only 10 seconds long. So I guess the long and short of it is maybe it's we something, will. Something like that wouldn't be bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny how quickly you forget the, um, the videos that you, that you take. Yeah. Um, especially the, the naughty videos. <laughs> so yeah, I just saw one that I'm definitely posting here shortly. For Christmas. For Christmas. Yeah. But look, the long and short of it is, uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> We won't say never, but we also aren't going to just jump on any old bandwagon with that. No, agreed. So, So, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, this is going to be a a bit of a shorter podcast because, look, it's it's getting late and I've got a bath to take. Um, (laughs) We have a couch to break in. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just got our bed put together, so we have... A uh, a swing to re break in. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of things that have to happen, no, and no. Uh, maybe we'll videotape them. I don't know. Uh, I <laughs> not, know you, not the bath part. That's I probably do, not so. I exciting. think that people want to see me taking a bath. <laughs> That's true. Bubbles are fun. Bubbles are fun. Bubbles. Uh, so yes. If you want to send us your messages or or send us your questions, comments, and rude remarks, please email us, theatomsoflove at gmail.com, or you can message us on one of our social media platforms on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. We are at By the By Podcast. We are on Patreon. If you want to help us out, get yourself a cum rag. And one of our uh, new little bags. I think we're going to send those out to some of our Cumrag level people uh, in in upcoming months. Uh, so our little zipper bags that can hold your phone and hold all the fun stuff as you're going to the beach. Or the club. Or the club. Yeah. Or the house party. Yeah. Um, the people in the Northern Hemisphere are like, yes. it's fucking cold. And the people <laughs> in Australia are like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. Beach weather. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Find us on patreon.com slash by the by podcast. And uh, yeah, follow us there. And again, if you want to get some sexy toys at a great discount with free shipping, uh, adamandeve.com using the keyword by the by or geekysextoys.com and use by the by there for an added discount too. Yeah. Um, Any other thoughts comments you've got everything covered cool all right well uh sorry for the shorter podcast but uh we'll be back at you next week so love you bye hi this is emily co-host of the multi-amory podcast we offer new ideas and advice for multiple forms of love everything from conscious monogamy to ethical polyamory and radical relationship anarchy and you're listening to a Swingset Network podcast. Find us and much more at swingset.fm. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.